So we're talking about Jewish mothers' butts, I think is what the... Uh... <laughs> In this transient age, broccoli can be whatever it wants to be, so. <laughs> Your legs get weary when you love them. Your legs get Okay, so did, did Rich give you, did he give you notes for your for your solo Fun Sexy Bible Time appearance? He did not. I guess he's just, he's a little less OCD these days and he's willing to give over some creative control. Did he leave the Clark closet unlocked? <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there if I need to dash in for a minute while you talk to yourself. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm, I'm quite prepared to talk to myself. So Great. Perfect. So no no problems there. I mean, you've got Jordan and Alex, all your friends with you. So <sighs> do, do you want to, I mean, do we, we probably don't need to bring Jordan out quite yet. It's, <laughs> we're like 30 seconds into the podcast. Sure. So we'll, we'll keep that lid on him. Yeah. We'll just let Jordan marinate for a little bit. Marinate. He's in mm. the meat freezer. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, so we got to do a shout out real quick before we get started. Um, first of all, shout out to Casey for helping with the material for this episode. She's not on the episode, but her fingerprints will be on it. Uh, you'll you, judging just by the number of adolescent jokes that are on tap for today. Perfect. Thank so, you, Casey. Shout out to Casey for toiling behind the scenes of Fun Sexy Bible Time. Uh, also, shout out to a new patron. I don't think. We need to use his last name based on the oh. post he did. So we'll just call him Daniel. Okay. Uh, but shout out to Daniel for joining up at Patreon. And he wrote. So we nice, don't get to see. We don't get to see if he's holding a margarita in his picture and uh, talk about being friends with him. Yeah. Like, okay, well, let me, let me read you the post he, he wrote and then, then you can decide whether or not we need to attempt to find him. Okay. Um, I found this podcast when someone recommended the Naked Bible podcast, which I think I've heard of that before because it didn't shock me to see that name. It's like uh, your sister's show, basically. <laughs> well, well, we'll just hold that thought. <laughs> when someone recommended the Naked Bible podcast, and this was included in the search results, it has ruined every other Christian podcast for me. Bad Christian, the happy rant, they're just not doing it for me anymore. I haven't LOL'd so much during any other podcast. It's possible that sheds some light on my sense of humor, and that may not be a good thing. Spoiler alert, Daniel, it's probably not. I'm surprised <laughs> this podcast isn't more popular. If I wasn't in full-time ministry, I would share on all of my social medias. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, Daniel. Yeah, so uh, we're just going to let him uh, yeah, sit tight in the deep state, I guess. The, deep, the fun, sexy Bible time deep state. The classic conundrum of the FSBT listeners. Listeners who can't share that they love this podcast publicly. Otherwise, <laughs> they'd be disowned or fired. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've I've been on that line before, so. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's, it's, it is, it's also kind of fun because it's like we're the underground podcast as well. The, Absolutely. The we vending were, machine, yeah. if you will. <laughs> The indie band 
of podcasts. <laughs> what would that be? Uh, oh, gosh. Explosions in the Sky? Are we the Explosions sure. in the Sky? Yeah. Or are they Anything too popular? Like I have no idea who they are, so they, they must not be too popular if I don't know what they are. But Would we be the um, Pedro the Lion? Sure. Yeah. Before okay. they got big, I don't know. Probably. Um, I've already had to explain, Matthew, to two of my suburban mom friends this what the podcast is and what it's about. And so, you know, I'm going to open up that suburban mom listener market that you've been looking <sighs> Please, please reenact that. Can I be a sir? Can we do a role play real quick? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, what are you doing, Jennifer? Are you doing a podcast? Um. Yeah, yeah. It's called um, Fun Sexy Bible Time. Oh. <laughs> Pregnant wow. pause. Um, how, that's how how exciting. What what is it? What is it about? Um, it's a tongue in cheek Christian satire. Oh, end of conversation. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So there you go. I'm I'm sure that they are going to listen secretly. <laughs> The, the vast, untapped, hidden market of Facebook moms. We will be unstoppable now. <laughs> Absolutely. Just need to get on Instagram and then you're set for life. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I, yeah, that's the final frontier is, is getting us on Instagram. <laughs> I've, I've resisted it to, to this point, but it, it may oh, have man. to happen. Yeah, I think so. You got to really prey on it, Matthew. <laughs> you and Casey. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could just put Casey in charge of the... Uh, the Instagram, the Instagram She'd kill world. it. Yeah. Um, speaking of preying on it, that's a that's a horrible transition. Why did I go with that one? Why did I go with <laughs> preying on it? That has nothing to do with Shonda Pierce. I was trying so oh, hard man. to make that transition, and it just it just bombed. All right. So speaking of none of that, um, what's uh Jennifer? What's what's our what's our friend Shonda Pierce up to these days? Oh, man. Matthew, she has a new movie called Unashamed that just dropped for limited viewings in theaters that may be near you. Go on. Um, hmm. In this documentary, she talks about how she is unashamed of her faith, parentheses, yes. uh, have also voting for number 45, um, Mr. Trump. And, um, yeah, just how unashamed she is of those things. And you have, you have seen this movie, I understand? I have seen this movie, yes. Please. With a, with a friend. Um, Please, enlighten us. Oh, boy. Well, where to begin? Okay. Um, it starts out as your classic Christian documentary. She's sitting in a, in a nice home with a fireplace with Bible in hand and talking about her inspiration to do this documentary. And then we, we go towards, go to her uh, in a giant church uh, doing her, her set, her comedy set. Um, yeah. Interspersed with this are interviews with friends of hers. Um, the first set of friends are these very tall, blonde twin men um, who apparently are very successful real estate um, agents. And unfortunately, dun, 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 they lost their 
uh, lucrative HGTV show because um, it was found out that they um, have traditional views of marriage and on abortion. And now they just want to talk about how unashamed they are about those things. And, and you know, it's just so in, indicative of, of the current climate of, of political correctness. It's just Jordan, Jordan, who let you out of the meat locker? He, he couldn't help it. He, he, he heard about the thought police. He had to come running out. <laughs> the thought mafia, actually, it's worse oh, than the yes, police. Yes, There's a whole a, mafia. It's a mafia. It's a mafia. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, Jordan, these would be your kind of people. Honestly, I think you'd be right at home. I think Jordan's a uh, is he an is he is he atheist or is he like agnostic? Uh he's got to be at least agnostic leaning because of so, all the Christian men that have embraced him as their king. So mm. somewhere around there, somewhere on that spectrum, okay, faith spectrum. But huh, yeah, oh, Michael Tate of DC Talk fame was yes. also interviewed. <laughs> the immortal Michael Tate does the not. The immortal. Age. He looks like he is twenty years old. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Can we talk about what was the sunglasses situation with Michael Tate? No sunglasses oh. for this interview. Yeah, he was barefaced. He was himself. Is he still well, got the uh, like the the shaved sides haircut? Absolutely, one hundred percent. So cool! It's a cool the signature Michael Tate look. Oh goodness! Um, it, did they did they bleed in uh, "God's Not Dead" in the background as he was giving his interview? No, but he name drops plenty. Um, nice, <laughs> because he's Michael Tate. He needs us to know who he's friends with. Still, mm. I, I have some questions. Sorry, do you, do you, do you have any other? Do you have? Do you need to go further in, into the review, or can I start just hitting you with all kinds of questions? Uh, well, let's see. You know, there were more interviews. And then uh, my favorite part, though, uh, when we sat through all the credits and she had done her whole set, she had a very special panel of six people that she knows. Yes. Um, two black and four white people. Yes. Um, mix of men and women. And they solved pressing questions for Christian evangelicals such as um the topic of racism mm. and uh how to keep your faith while you're also singing in a bar for money yes <laughs> just you know these are these are conundrums that the that the average christian walk wades through and you know we'd need some guidance from these six people did mark lowry make an appearance at any point in the movie I don't know who that is, but oh. so I think no. <laughs> oh, Jennifer. Jennifer. I'm Googling him right now. I will figure this out. The, I'm sure. I don't know. The Christian um, Weird Owl that did like all the like song spoofs of CCM songs. No, in the 90s. but Jeff Allen, who's another Christian comedian, was also interviewed. Um, I have. I don't know if you know who he is, but you it know, he like was probably... Something like somewhere between John Christ and uh, Jeff Dunham on the Christian comedy spectrum. Maybe so. And, you know, he was honestly the sanest person, I think, on the documentary, I would I would say. Um, but, oh, gosh, yeah. Who does she have? She just has, I mean, a myriad of of people. Um, 
on this panel and uh, it was amazing. They solved racism in two minutes. It's great. <laughs> okay. So what you said, there was no God's not dead appearance. Did they bring up whether or not heaven is for real? Mm, not this time. Okay. No, no, they were, they were a little more concerned with the fact that some of them had not gotten HBO specials because of their faith and oh. that they never would. I mean, oh. it's just like, you know, heightening levels of persecution here in America for Christians. Well, I mean, same. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, you are the you're the indie podcast. You should be mainstream. <laughs> People should hear you coming uh, out of our radios. Oh, that sounds that sounds horrible. <laughs> All right, so you said there was a Trump appearance in the movie? Yeah, which was frustrating for me. I have really been diligent about avoiding all media appearances since he started, since he uh, took over. So, <sighs> you know, that's fine. I just started over the next day. Um, it's been five days since my last Trump viewing, but um, yeah, she went to the inauguration. She also uh, did some jokes, I think at a, at a state dinner, I want to say, mm. Um you know, she is she is good friend. She is tight with number 45. Well, I, I guess I have not been close to Shonda since the divorce. Um, I wondered how much you yeah, how you how much you kept up with her. Really felt like she uh, did not understand why she kept my last name. Mm. Um, felt like it was, you know, like like a brand issue. Like maybe it you was, guys are. Yeah. You want to she wants to feed off your followers. Yeah, but I, 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 you know, I wish her well. I wish her well. Yeah, I thought, I thought she was funny. She looked great. I mean, she's, she's moving on. You've moved on. It's great. All right. So uh, I'm sorry. I have to mention, I did, I did bury the lead a bit and I forgot to mention that Mike Huckabee was one of her good friends that was interviewed. Are we talking, uh, like fat Mike Huckabee or skinny Mike Huckabee? (laughs) Uh, I don't know what to call him exactly. Um, politician Mike Huckabee. Okay. <laughs> the right. Mike Huckabee. I don't know. He's pretty famous on Twitter, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I know who he is. What I'm saying. He uh, yeah. He used to be like really, really big, and then wow. He, he used to be like I think he was like close to 400 pounds. And, I did uh, not know this. Yeah, and then, I've only known skinny Mike Huckabee. <laughs> Yeah, and then he lost like a whole bunch of weight. Went on like a like a jogging routine with a diet, and lost yes. a whole bunch of weight. And then wrote a book about it, I think maybe. But hmm. then I don't know. Oh wow! I mean, all I know is that um, he tweeted recently that on Cinco de Mayo he was going to sit with his sombrero hat and watch um, Speedy Gonzalez cartoons. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> He calls Planned Parenthood Planned Baronhood. I mean, this guy is just a, he's on the front lines of these culture wars, Matthew. We just, really need him on our side. Sounds like I might need to start writing some tweets for him. Like, I uh, think so, really. Just, yeah. just throw away the quips. You know, that's, uh, He would be valuable in your fan fiction, I think. He could really, he's capable of a lot. <laughs> he wrote a book called God, I have to look it up. I'm just shooting from the hip. God, guns, grits, and gravy or something. Huh. Which is just a remarkable title for a book. 
That is remarkable. He currently has a show on TBN, like a, I want to say trying to be like the daily show, but he has people on to, uh, (laughs) to talk about it's God guns, grits and gravy. So you were pretty close. Okay. I will say this for Mike Huckabee. He does have like, he's not always, he, uh, how can I say this? Um, I'm struggling here. You love Mike Huckabee, Matthew. We get it. We get it. You are also one of his friends because you met him through Shonda. And okay, there there is a glimmer of personality somewhere in there. That's what I will say about Mike. Oh, Huckabee. he is all personality. <laughs> he is all personality. He does not hold back. No, I mean, okay, like someone who, someone like maybe Paul Ryan or who's somebody from the left, like maybe. Um, you know, a lot of the, the Dem- like Schumer or a lot of them. Yeah. They just seem like professional politicians and oh, absolutely. It seems like there's nothing there. They're just like walking, uh, walking brands almost. Mm. And, and I've seen Mike Huckabee before and it's like, oh, there's, there's a glimmer of a real person in there somewhere. Sure. Well, this is the same esteemed family that, uh, Sarah Sanders, the White House press secretary, came from. So, I mean, you know, they must be doing something right. They've produced two uh, two people who <laughs> who are really pillars of our American political system. Hot but, seat. Do you think Sarah Sanders is pretty? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Matthew, this is the most controversial question <laughs> you've asked me. And uh, the reason I ask is because she's one of those people that if you see different pictures of her, she looks totally different. Which, God bless her. That is me, too. Like, I can look really, I think I look somewhat photogenic. And then I have some pictures where it's just like, why would you ever have taken a picture of this creature? Like, you know, I so I, you know, she has to be in front of cameras all the time. Consistency is hard. It is just... You know, there's not really great lighting in the press room. I'm not even I'm not even trying to lead you one way or another. I'm just she's I'm confused by her because there's sometimes I see her. She looks really pretty. And then other times the photo is just not very flattering at all. It's true. I don't think that she's endeared herself to the people taking photos where they would go out of their way to (laughs) make her look. I think you're correct. That's how it is. Yeah. I mean, and of course, I'm most of the time she's shouting and. Lord knows the only thing more unattractive than a woman shouting is a woman uh, preaching, preaching. Absolutely. Matthew. (laughs) (sighs) All right. I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank my friend and Ann Coulter for that line. I mean, (laughs) how are you going to finish that joke? You don't want to know. I was just, I was throwing a little <laughs> bone out there to uh, your husband's friend, Owen. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Shout out to Owen Straken. I refuse to call him any other name. And uh, Beth Moore and whoever else is tussling over gender roles Ooh, right now. There's a, there is a tussle. It may be even worse than the Schmishmorshan. Yeah, Christian, I mean, Twitter sucks always, but like Christian Twitter really sucks right now. Um, it's just especially humorless these days. We're going to work on that, Jennifer. We're we the shining yeah. light in the darkness. Absolutely. Um, 
So one of the things Casey and I were doing behind the scenes is uh, we've kept the people waiting for a long time for Christian tweets. And it's part of the reason is it's just been really difficult to find good ones right now. Um, everybody, I can see that everybody on the Christian left Twitter is still really kind of bummed out and mopey about Rachel Held Evans. So that's that side of Twitter is is kind of down and. You know, Christian right Twitter is just doing whatever Christian right Twitter does. <laughs> Putting out bounties, uh, you know, tearing down established uh, women Bible study teachers. I mean, just kind of, yeah, same old, same old, really. Beth Moore's fighting white supremacy, I guess. I don't know. I still don't. I kind of just stayed away from that one. Like, I don't. I don't fully understand. If you talk to Owen for a couple minutes, you'd want to stay away. I mean, yeah, pretty much. You want to run as far away as you can, just the other direction. <laughs> don't even engage. Just turn and go the other way. I just want to cuddle Owen. Is that possible? Oh man. Uh, well. According to him, it is like basically a cardinal sin for two men to cuddle each other. It's just not even. I was, thinking, mm-hmm. I was, I was thinking about this of of because it's a weird sort of straw man position to take, like uh, of being against men cuddling. And I'm just thinking as a, as a straight man, how could I be compelled to cuddle? I was thinking about this last night. I came up with three possibilities. My father is on his deathbed and I'm comforting him. I think that one I would do. If I had sons, obviously I would cuddle my sons, which I don't. I can only make girls. (laughs) Or, um, you know, sometimes people with uh, Down syndrome are really, uh, or other disabilities are are very like physically affectionate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there you go. Those are the... Those are the ways that you'd be compelled to cuddle. You know, I think Owen likes to argue as much as Jordan Peterson likes meat. So that's just oh, what's going on no, underneath. No, no. That's just a, a gross generalization that that you would even go there is just so, so well, very, very problematic. Jordan, oh. you need to go back to the meat locker. I think you have that iron deficiency again. You're just not eating enough. I also like uh, various forms of cheese, so it's it's not a complete meat diet. I just uh, sometimes I like to uh, sandwich the meat between wheels of brie and and eat them as as if it were a giant sandwich. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, Jordan. I think that's enough from you. I just I don't feel like you're giving Jordan a a, a, a fair shot here, Jennifer. Hmm. How has Jordan hurt you, Jennifer? Let's talk about. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Would you rather sit through the Shonda Pierce documentary again with Jordan Peterson as your (laughs) companion? Or would you rather watch it sitting between Shane Claiborne and Sarah Bessie? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's hard. Okay, but Shane and Sarah would make fun of it with me, at least. They would. I don't know. But then Shane would tell me that whatever I was wearing was made by (laughs) enslaved children in Indonesia and that I'm a terrible person for wearing it. And I should just, like, strip down to, like, repent. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I like Shane. I just wish he'd he'd relax just a little bit. Just a little bit. It can't be good for him. Come on, I don't know. 
Come on, dude. Also, the whole beating guns thing. Like, <laughs> I still laugh every time I think about that. Oh, I didn't see that. What was that? Is <laughs> uh. His latest like initiative is they're they're like collecting guns and like m- like melting them down and, and making plows out of them. Oh man! But the slogan is like we're beating guns. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> it's like dude, you couldn't have called like what was was it jacking off firearms taken as a slogan. <laughs> Oh, which is a, we could do a callback to my last appearance where we talk about keeping our hand to the small plow. Oh, <laughs> in the precious place. Or small in the place, precious or? place that's made of guns. Yes. Oh, man. And shooting bullets. I mean, <laughs> just. <laughs> okay, we're dancing around it. We just got to go straight into Christian tweets now. I think so. Uh, this is this is our this is our this is our calling as a podcast is when everything sucks on Twitter, we we will mine the depths and pull out the things to laugh at. Absolutely. So that's what we are doing here. Did you get a did you did you get a chance to to look at the uh, at the folder that I sent you? There, I did. Were yeah. There, were there certain ones that you wanted to take, or do you want to just alternate, or how do you want to do this? Any of the non and Voskamp ones. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting into uh, now we're getting into the the Casey Haas influenced part of the program. Absolutely. Oh man, I I could see why Anne uh, could get on Casey's nerves. That that's not hard for me to to figure out. You could, you could see what I could see why Anne gets on Casey's nerves. There's oh, just no. uh, we love, I mean we love Anne. Oh, you love her. Okay, all right. We, well, see that's the difference. Let me, that little. Brief tangent. That's the difference. We don't we we don't want to dunk on anybody. Like we just want to celebrate it's people. True. It's true. You're celebrating them at the height of their humanity. <laughs> All right. So the, the obvious one. Why don't you go ahead and take the obvious one? The obvious the obvious one uh, that we're all, that we're all talking about right now. Jennifer, can you take us to the deep state? Oh my goodness. Um, Matthew, I have been in the SBC deep state since I was 18. So it's um, it's been 12 years since I came up to the surface and and tried to see how things are going. Uh, I've been undercover at some other churches and uh, just waiting, really waiting to see who might be interested in joining. Oh, goodness. So, uh, you know, Jerry Falwell, unfortunately, is on to us and he tweeted um, and I will say at to say that he has he's mentioned these people in Twitter in Twitter. So Jerry Falwell, my good friend at Jerry Vines just told me Dr. Adam Greenway is a wonderful man and not part of the at Dr. Moore SBC deep state regime trying to subvert the will of the church members. So glad to hear this news at Todd Starnes, which and I'm sorry, Jerry is uh, quote tweeting at Jerry Vines, who said, just finished a conversation with Dr. Adam Greenway, new president of SWBTS. That's the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary for the non-SBC people. He even knows about the Vines Bible bus. And then I called Dr. Adrian Rogers old golden throat, and he called me Dr. Kudzu. (laughs) 
thankful for his commitment to evangelism and the inerrancy of scripture. <laughs> Matthew. Well, we're going to have to ask John Piper if, if it's a sin to have a golden throat. <laughs> John Piper would be able to tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whew. Where to begin with this one? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it is just a shining example of I don't manipulation or a grasping for power. I I just feel like the resistance is winning at this point. We've got to just keep we got to just keep going a little bit deeper and we'll be there. What part what percentage part would you give what percentage chance would you give Jerry Falwell of he's just trying to be funny? Oh gosh. Tweet? I'm thinking a like negative twenty <laughs> percent. <laughs> <laughs> I I could give I could go as high as like ten, maybe fifteen percent that he's just okay. trying to be funny. Okay. But probably not. Probably not. I just, I mean, because of the thought mafia and, you know, there just isn't, you can't ever, can't really play with these words anymore. The SBC deep state regime. What do you think is the agenda of said deep state regime? Oh, goodness. Um, hmm. We want to make it illegal for male pastors to grope their female parishioners um and uh beth more studies in every home even for the men let's see is is there some is there some gravy subterfuge going on here too <laughs> yeah having everybody come to a southern baptist church for churchwide dinner and um Making them listen to Brian Stevenson talk about justice and mercy. That's probably one of the things. Um, man, I don't know. Hosting a refugee in every home. Just like, I mean, of course, we just have a, our agenda keeps changing according to the times. <laughs> I just like the random tag to Tons, Todd Starnes from Fox News. Like, oh, Todd Starnes. He yeah, is Todd. an old. He's an old, not friend exactly, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I could talk for like 24 minutes on this. I love the, the quote tweet of, of the Jerry Vines tweet of. Yes. Like, old golden throat and Dr. Kudzu. And you know that like, as this dude is typing this out, he is killing himself. Like he thinks this is the funniest thing. Absolutely. And nobody knows and nobody cares like what those jokes are about. <laughs> No, I really have no idea. I don't know who Jerry Vines is. I barely know who Todd Starnes is. That's just really because of a prior thing. But yikes. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what Russell Moore thought when he started seeing the notifications pop up. Poor Russell Moore is on vacation. The man is on vacation. He's not even supposed to be looking at his phone. But let's be real. We know he's looking oh, at yeah, his phone. For sure. Uh, it's kind of a brilliant play by Falwell because Russell Moore, he's hemmed in on all sides by Baptists. Like you, you, you can't get too far out of the, the, the median area if you're leading the Baptists. Yeah. So he really can't respond to stuff like this because then it legitimizes it. 
I think that is his struggle every day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. He alluded to No Chill Enneagram on his YouTube channel without naming it. Without naming it. So we're not going to hold that against you, Russell. But, uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay for you to love No Chill Enneagram. Jesus is okay with you loving No Chill Enneagram. I just want to say that. I mean, listen, Beth Moore, friend of friend of uh, Richard and Bethany right now. Yes. Come on, Russell. Right. Listen. I mean, how much more legitimate does it need to be? But future SBC president, Beth Moore, if she's down with, with, with the NCE, well, what's your problem? Maybe it's, maybe, it's their, maybe it's y'all's association with me. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that could be it. You guys, you and Russell Moore have beef. You have big beef. <laughs> Uh, all right so um shall i just dive into the anvos camp or should we save all those for the end uh let's mix it up let's go for it all right this one whenever we do christian twitter anvos camp is not on twitter anymore she doesn't tweet possibly because we just keep making fun of her of her tweets so we make an exception and we, we go to her facebook page uh, so I'm just going to read a few of the, uh, the Ann Voskamp posts. This one, this, it's not really that funny. It just really made me laugh. She tried to, <laughs> she was doing a Mother's Day post and they always begin dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we all kind of survived Mother's Day. And then inside three sets of parentheses is the word you, which I think that means the person is Jewish. Is that what that means? <laughs> So All the Jewish moms survived Mother's Day. <laughs> yes. Dot, dot, dot. And it's kind of raw and fresh. It's easy, Anne. How us women are all in this together and we're all here, all caps, for it. And this is the this is the payoff here. To get to be part of the ass sisterhood. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So we're talking about Jewish mothers' butts. I think is what the. Uh, <laughs> I think is the I'm going away. to start a competitor to mops called the Us Ass Sisterhood. That's my. That is my purpose now. And I will start a competitor to your competitor to mops, and I will call it Mothers in Loving Fellowship. <laughs> oh boy. I'm about two degrees from needing to run to the closet, <laughs> the Clark closet. <laughs> Which raises some questions like, are you, are you, are you flattered to get an invitation to MILF or is it, <laughs> or is it like offensive? Oh man, could be both. You never know. You never know until you start it. <laughs> so really this, this, this one just made the list because of <laughs> she- She's trying to to make up a word, a sisterhood, I guess. Like, oh, but it yeah. just looks like ass sister. <laughs> sisterhood would have been fine. I don't know. Where is her social media manager? Is there one? <laughs> oh, Anne. Oh, Anne. Let me do another Anne Voss camp, and then we'll then we'll rotate out. Perfect. Okay, um, this one, uh, Casey tagged this one for us. Um, <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> Friday, exclamation point. 
And we get to keep loving large! Exclamation point. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, your legs may be weary. Your heart may be heavy. (laughs) But whatever you're facing, it is always named Mount Moriah. The Lord will provide. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. It just... It's so, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Loving large. Yeah. That's, you just, your legs get weary when you love large. Your legs get weary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, I'll, so I'll, take, a, I'll take a boss camp break now. I'll just, that was uh, amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a break a little bit. <laughs> All right, what's next? Mm, why don't you pick one of the uh, the remaining ones? Okay. Um, so I'll be honest. I don't really... I, you have to tell me what you saw in the Tim Keller tweet. Um, <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. The, the Tim Keller tweet is beautiful because he's bragging about teaching a class and he makes two really bad typos in the tweet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's, he's, he's tweeting his own book, and he says, This is officially out this week. I wrote the forward, misspells the word forward, to this one, and will probably, <laughs> and will probably we, we a book I deserve. <laughs> I can't even read it. I sign in classes I teach, FYI, period. Oh, yeah, so it's not his book. It's Daniel Strange's book called Plugged In, but the forward also... Uh, prominently displayed on the cover is by Tim Timothy Keller. Yes. All right. Oh, oh no. Pastor Keller. Oh goodness. Yeah, that doesn't bode well for his for his class. <laughs> misspells the word forward and then misspells the word B. Yep. Yep. Oh man. He's usually so careful. I feel like he's hardly ever on the show. Is that right? Uh no, I mean we've, no, we've, is had, he? we've had some fun with with <laughs> you've had some encounters with him before. We've had some fun with Timmy in the past. Man, oh goodness, I yeah, bless and, his heart. This is one that slipped past, I guess. <laughs> but he caught it, and then he he did like the whole immediately reply to the tweet with an apostrophe and the word you misspelled. But he only did one of them, and then he no. And then he realized he had misspelled two words and then came back with another reply and another apostrophe <laughs> to catch the second one. This is just a classic. This is a baby boomer. Um, yeah, this is this is just that generation using using Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Timmy, Timmy, just delete the tweet, buddy. Just 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 delete and start over again. That just, is just call it. It's OK. Oh, baby boomers. It is it is so great when they're on Twitter you, and you they are say, trying their hardest. Timmy, you can preach the God doesn't make mistakes, but but you do, big guy. So Absolutely. Just, that uh, was a missed opportunity. <laughs> Bless his heart. Oh. Doesn't like broccoli, Tim Keller. I agree with him there. <laughs> Broccoli's disgusting. That's so. That's you, Tim Keller, and my three-year-old. Yeah, oh. great. You guys are you're in the same class there. It, it smells and tastes like feet. 
Have you, you just haven't had it prepared the right way, Matthew. Okay. I'm going to fight you about this. Change because, my mind. Change my mind. Right. How are you going to prepare broccoli? So roast it, first of all. Okay. Don't boil it. Don't steam it. Roast it in an oven until the ends get crispy. And then they're like broccoli chips. Put some olive oil and salt on that baby. And like you just, it's great. It will redefine broccoli, what a broccoli can be. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Jennifer Clark. <laughs> In this transient age, broccoli can be whatever it wants to be. So <laughs> there I, are no I rules. Say, that sounds better than the broccoli I, I am usually presented with. So I would at least give that a chance. Hmm, Kendra, if you're listening, this is this is how you prepare broccoli <laughs> next hey. time. At some point, Kendra will listen. She kind of lags behind. I can't alienate Kendra, though. She's like one of my allies. She's in my support group. She's in my support group. So I've got to like the support group of um, our husbands won't let us be on their podcast because <laughs> they hate us. So I've got to. Yeah, I've got to keep her on my side. I mean, that really would be an amazing podcast if you and her did one. Absolutely. I agree. I, w- I would do everything I could to help make that happen. Until you listen to the first episode and then you will want to shut it down. Because what exactly we have so much- do you think you guys are going to talk about? That <laughs> We I have would so much the- dirt on our husbands. What do you think we're going to talk about? Look, on the last episode, I admitted that I inked my sideburns to try to get dates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly what is going to be brought to light that I... Listen, she shares a bathroom with you. I'm sure there's things she can tell us that the world does not know about Matthew Pierce. Uh, I mean, knock yourself out, Kendra. I mean, I'm I'm married. I have no one left to impress. Perfect. As evidenced every week on this podcast. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see here. I got to go back to the Ann Voskamp well. This one is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen from Ann Voskamp. Dot, dot, dot. There are days you just look up at the calendar and exhale. It's okay to feel bone tired. You have one who gives his bone and his body for you (laughs) and beckoned come rest. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anne, are you okay? You have. I think. You have one who gives his bone and. So listen, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on Ann Voskamp's age. I'm sure she's younger than I think she is. But I think she's also part of like this Tim Keller baby boomer, maybe somewhere in that generation. Maybe she's like Gen X. I don't know. But like, you know, you have like those slightly older relatives or friends on Facebook and they post something and they just like mean it. They are being so sincere. And yet they clearly do not think it through because for the rest of us who have brains like 13 year old boys, we just can't, we really can't. I don't even know what joke I can make to this because she's talking about Jesus. I know. Well, that's the thing. Maybe she did know what she was doing and she's like, I'm going to lock this up and no one will dare. It's okay. She capitalizes the word one. So she's obviously talking about the Lord. It's okay to feel bone tired. You have one who gives his bone and his body for you. Capital H, his, you can't. Oh my gosh. There's just no, there's no tearing it apart. 
Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. Yep. Uh, this is like, she's untouchable. She is untouchable. It's like a psyops yeah. operation. It's like a counter <laughs> operation from Ann Voskamp of like, yes, we're going to continue to drop these double meanings in our posts, but we'll yep. tie them to the divinity of our to the divinity of our savior to keep yep. Matthew Pierce and Casey Haas from doing jokes. <laughs> she's on to you guys, man. One day, Ann Voskamp. One day. <sighs> I, she did give us a ass sisterhood. So, she did. I mean, we, you know, she threw you a bone, so to speak. <laughs> the, <laughs> would you, what's the bigger compliment or offense to get? <laughs> you may have to just start inching towards the closet. I can't stop. <laughs> to get an invitation. <laughs> To mothers in loving fellowship, or to get an invitation from the ass sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, one is probably it's speaking about your whole body. The other is just <laughs> oh goodness, yep. <laughs> Rich is not going to let me come back on this podcast. It's going to be a condition of our marriage. Well, in in two weeks, when Kendra listens to this episode, she'll. Uh... She may have some things to say to me. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do the uh, the one from Jen Johnson? Oh, let's see. Oh, okay. So Jen Johnson tweeted, refined focus, period, fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Has 37 retweets and 193 <laughs> likes. <laughs> Well, Jen, what I mean, we're glad that you that there's focus and you're giving us this emoji fire to fixate on to draw our eyes to its flickering light over the computer screen. But like what what refined focus? What for? I want to go like, you know, journalism 101 is what, when, why, how? Like if if, if you're part of if you're part of the the establishment that thinks Jen Johnson has simple focus, you are sorely mistaken. She has refined focus. Refined. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. I don't know who Jen Johnson is, actually, but... Uh, she has 120,000 yeah. followers. Oh, gracious. And she is married to Brian Johnson, mm. uh, who is affiliated with Bethel Church. So they are part of the Got Bethel... It movement i really the bethel glitterati yeah i I know they're weird but i really like bethel's music (laughs) i really like matthew no no i really like jeremy riddle don't do this i'll stand for jeremy riddle and okay they got you you can no longer be part of the sbc deep state (laughs) regime (laughs) we're kicking you out this is not a part of a thread it's just she got on twitter and said you know what people need to hear from me that I have refined focus. Yes. Or just refined focus. They just needed to hear that word on their life as they scroll through Twitter. 
We're actually cheating a little bit with that one. That one was from November of last year. I don't remember how I found that one. Yikes. Twitter has been a real cesspool if that's how far you guys are reaching back. Yeah, we'll we'll (laughs) grandfather that one in to the 2019 field. Perfect. Oh, bless. And she does have... Uh, okay, got it. They're doing a uh, an album cover. That's what. Oh goodness, my three year old is shouting for me. I don't know if you can hear. I can't. But we we would leave oh. that in. Yep. Hold Atticus. What is it, buddy? Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what he's shouting. <laughs> um, hey, buddy, come on down. <laughs> he's really upset. I don't know what it is. He was watching Doc McStuffins. I don't know what's on Doc McStuffins. Oh my. Why would Doc get him so upset? I don't know. Come on. Come on down, buddy. What is it? Oh, the volume is off. He shut off the volume on the iPad and it was really upsetting. Oh, there's no telling <laughs> what salient plot points would be missed if you cannot hear. The, <laughs> I know. Just the Sorkin-esque dialogue <laughs> of Doc McStuffins. The Emmy Award winning writing. Uh, yeah. Hey, All right. boy. So we're we're close. I think we got uh I think we got one more to do. Okay, the baby's still sleeping and he's got Curious George on now. It was actually Curious George that mm. that caused this ruckus. Ugh. Okay, so we have we have I mean we got we got one more Voskamp and it's probably the best slash worst of of the lot. I'll take your word for it. Let's do it. <sighs> okay. And Voskamp. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, there's so many commas in this one. Sorry. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So, yeah. Parenting is hard and beautiful. And very, very hard. And very, very beautiful. And sometimes you just get down on the floor and weep. And there's no shame in it. Tears. Just saying we're loving deep. <laughs> Give this woman a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, just... She gets it. She gets it, man. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> I don't know about you, Matthew. I have definitely just gotten on the floor and cried when I've been home with my kids. <laughs> It happens to the best of us. Okay, so what is going on with Ann Voskamp and consistently filling her posts with double meanings? <laughs> I just where is the double meaning here? Which, oh, which Jennifer, part? <laughs> Jennifer, you're you're lobbing me softballs now. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, just just go to the closet. I'll. I'll I'll, I'll walk the uh, I'll walk the listeners. I'll walk the homeschoolers through this one. Please do. So we have. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't look. She's talking about how hard and beautiful something is, and then talking about getting down on the floor and crying because she's loving deep. Uh, it's similar to Loving Large. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was was Anne homeschooled? Like, is that like where the the repression is coming from? Because if so, I can identify with that. 
yeah, from one homeschooler to another, maybe I was, I was public schooled. So, you know, my, I, I was, uh, I was ruined for life probably at around six years old. I don't know. I mean, just the things I would overhear on the playground. I just, yeah, no, I mean, public school is an evil, evil place. One, two, I'm just counting the commas now. I just want to count the commas. One, two, three, four, five, six, six commas in the first two lines. Okay. How would, how would we know? How else would we know to take a deep breath, Matthew? <laughs> take a deep breath. Well, I assume that's the kind of things they teach you in the ass sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, the MILF is just a, I mean, just a group of heathens. So there's, they don't even use Oxford commas there. I feel like, I don't know. Can we just say that Mothers in Loving Fellowship is the spiritual counterpart to the Promise Keepers? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. That's fine. We're, I just, I would just like to say, Anne, thank you for the, for the gifts that you continually give us. The gift of laughter. The gift of laughter. (laughs) Because as we know, this life can be very hard. It can be very, hard. Especially on Twitter. It's very hard. (laughs) Very hard on Twitter. (laughs) Very hard to have to scroll through those tweets and just sometimes feels like too much, Matthew. It's too much. That's when I just get on the floor and I, I, I weep because there there is no shame of of just loving deep. No shame at all. When we keep our, our hand to the precious plow. <laughs> In the small place. In the small place. Oh. All right. So uh, we recorded this on a Wednesday. We may... Um, we usually wait till the weekend to put the episodes out. We may okay. drop this one a little early. Cool. Um, so if you're if you're listening to this, there may be a little bit of a uh, longer wait for the next episode if we get this one out a little bit earlier. But it is it is on the way. Uh, Casey is coming back on the show, and she's going to talk about men and women laughing together, which I'm I'm very I can't wait for that. That sounds dangerous, Matthew. I just. <laughs> That sounds very dangerous. It's uh, apparently that's a thing. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing until she said she wanted to do it in a segment of, uh, I guess some men don't want to laugh at women or something. Mm. Don't want to laugh at women's jokes or laugh with women. I, I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for her to to do that segment. I remember Jesus's famous commandment saying that um, laughing with a woman is the same as sleeping with them. So you just yeah, gotta well, stay. Away. That you know, Owen Strachan. Here are the ten reason. Here are the ten times where it's appropriate for men to laugh with a woman, and it's just gotta apply the Billy Graham rule for laughter. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the Mike Pence rule for for laughter. Now we've got to change with the times here. I wonder if Billy Graham. I wonder if that made him mad that it became the uh, the Mike Pence rule. I wonder. I wonder on his deathbed if Billy mm. Graham was like. Screw that guy. <laughs> That's my rule. 
Plus, they they both. I this is a this is a real tangent here, but oh, um, it. It, it just struck me that Billy Graham and Mike Pence are very very white men who had very very tan kind of glowing sun kissed skin. So oh. I just um I don't know. I feel like Billy Graham earned it. He did those big tent revivals. He was outside. I don't know how Mike Pence keeps his tan, his perpetual all season long tan. I mean, he must be a frequent flyer at those, at some tanning beds. I'm imagining. That's an interesting one. Just how do they stay so tan, Matthew? I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of all kinds of jokes about Jerry Falwell's pool boy. Oh, his, no. Didn't didn't he like give the pool boy money to open up a resort in Florida? Oh gosh, yeah, they, yeah these these guys stays. Yeah, uh, well, he goes to Miralago, Miralago, Miralago. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. His boss's summer resort, and uh, you know, he must get his tan on there. Oh, it's really upsetting to imagine him wearing anything other than a suit, a three-piece suit that is fully buttoned. I don't – I just really don't want to go there. But. Is, is he the Baptist guy that wears the polo on Sunday nights though? Because he's wearing the full suit Sunday mornings. <laughs> Absolutely, he's wearing – I mean, and, you know, probably – he may just wear it all the time. Like, you know, he just goes to bed next to Karen, just in the suit, Does he wakes up, changes his shirt. I mean – well, here's my question. Is Mike Pence on Sunday night at the Baptist Church, is he wearing the polo shirt or is he wearing the same suit from the morning only just without the tie? Mm. Oh, that might just be too – That that's a loosening. I mean, you know, not wearing a tie. What does that say about you as a person? It's just all kinds of, kinds of lasciviousness it that does. you're open to. It does. Maybe that's the way Karen likes it though. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> She's going to have to write another book about, oh, was it their daughter who wrote the book about the bunny? Who wrote the book about the bunny? (laughs) There's just been too much. This is a real thing that happened. (laughs) I'm not even making this up. There's a book about a bunny that goes to live at the White House. Oh, that rings a bell now. I do family remember that. Yes. I think it was their daughter. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, very good. Is is there some is there some gravy subterfuge going on here too? <laughs> <laughs>